Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for December 17, 2010, and now the news. Uh-oh. Don't expect the cost of batteries in electric cars to come down anytime soon, or at least not until sometime after 2025. That's according to the Center for Automotive Research and the National Academy of Sciences. They estimate that the battery system in today's EVs, including the battery pack and everything that goes with it, at $22,000. In fact, they say that the real cost of a hybrid system is about $6,000. Remember, these guys get access to internal company data when they do these studies, so these numbers should be quite accurate. The finalists for the North American Car and Truck of the Year awards were announced yesterday. The jury of nearly 50 journalists from throughout the United States and Canada started with a list of about 55 new vehicles. They whittled that list in half, then narrowed that down to the top three cars and top three trucks. And the finalists in the truck category are the Dodge Durango, Ford Explorer, and Jeep Grand Cherokee. The finalists in the car category are the Chevrolet Volt, Hyundai Sonata, and Nissan Leaf. The winners in each category will be announced at the Detroit Auto Show next month. You know, foreign automakers could pick up market share in China next year as the country drops a tax subsidy that favors domestic Chinese makers. According to Bloomberg, many Chinese car customers aspire to own foreign brands, which are perceived to have higher quality and more prestige. Any car which had an engine of 1.6 liters or smaller had the sales tax reduced to 7.5%, which was down from 10%. And BYD is the Chinese car company that benefited the most from those incentives. Wow, big promotion for Joel Awanek, who's just been appointed to Global Chief Marketing Officer for General Motors. He'll be in charge of marketing all of GM's global brands, including Buick, Cadillac, Chevrolet, GMC, Holden, Opel, and Vauxhall. Iwanek joined GM earlier this year as Vice President of Marketing for the U.S. He's also worked at Nissan, Hyundai, Porsche, and Yamaha. Sure looks like General Motors is targeting Ford's awesome Raptor F-150. The GMC Sierra all-terrain HD concept has been specially modified for off-road duty. It benefits from a wider 73-inch track. It has three more inches of ground clearance, special composite underbody panels, a custom suspension setup, and just like the Raptor, Fox racing shocks. Under the hood, this tricked-out Sierra gets GM's proven 6.6-liter Duramax diesel engine matched to a six-speed Allison automatic transmission. Of course, it also gets some special design flourishes like a unique grille and widely flared fenders to accommodate those huge 35-inch tires. No information on pricing is available yet because GMC has not decided whether to build it or not. And I say, build it! 
Earlier in the week, Jeep gave us the skinny on some updated product, and today the embargo lifts off. Amongst other things, the Patriot gets some minor updates for 2011. Outside, this Jeeplet receives a new front-end treatment plus a redesigned rear fascia and new grille. Can you tell the difference? Neither can we. Designers move the fog lights in towards the center of the bumper, which is a cue borrowed from the Wrangler. The Patriot also benefits from an increased ride height for better off-roading and an updated interior with more soft materials on the doors and on the center console. In advertising news, Autoblog reports GM's Middle Eastern team came up with a really innovative way to get the word out on its cars. Rather than plastering some shiny, expensive, overstyled billboard to get people's attention, they had an artist hand draw it. With little more than some scaffolding and a marker, he sketched out an entire billboard, albeit a smaller one than what we're used to seeing here in the States, but still, it's really cool to watch the time-lapse video of him working on it. What makes this ad really ingenious is the tagline. We saved money by hand-drawing this ad, so you pay less for the car. And that is pretty clever. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the technology that went into the cars competing in the Automotive X Prize. You've heard of the XPRIZE Foundation, haven't you? It's an organization that aims to bring about radical breakthroughs for the benefit of humanity. There are competitions in a variety of fields, ranging from spaceflight to human genomics. The Automotive XPRIZE was a challenge to develop vehicles that can deliver real-world fuel economy of at least 100 miles per gallon or an equivalent for electric vehicles. So far, the association has awarded $10 million to three teams that built vehicles achieving this goal. Autoline Daily's Craig Cole has more. Tier 1 supplier Borg Warner played a big part in helping several winning teams cross the finish line. Recently, the company invited Autoline Daily to its powertrain technical center in Auburn Hills, Michigan, where it was handing out awards to three groups that used its technology. The Alias is a two-door, three-wheeled car built by a company called Zap. It has a claimed range of 100 miles and a target price of $35,000. Another electric that competed in the alternative side-by-side -side class is the streamlined Aptera 2E. Rounding out the winner's circle is the appropriately named Very Light Car. Weighing in at a little more than 840 pounds, it was designed and constructed by a Virginia-based team called Edison 2. It competed in the mainstream class, although there is very little that's conventional about this four-seater, aside from one very important aspect. Oliver Kutner, the company's founder and chairman, explains. The production cars, in our case, are entirely about being steel and aluminum. This is really important because if you want to mass-produce something, to do it in steel and aluminum is a known quantity, and it's low cost, and it's repeatable in large volume. If you want a meaningful answer to this efficiency problem, you need to be able to build lots of copies. 
A key reason why the very light car is so efficient is that it's powered by a tiny, single-cylinder engine. It displaces just 250 cc's and runs on E85. It's based off a Yamaha motorcycle power plant, but the team completely redesigned it for the XPRIZE competition in order to stretch every drop of fuel as far as possible. This attention to detail resulted in an efficiency score of nearly 103 miles per gallon. Forced induction played a huge role in hitting that fuel economy target. The single biggest power booster was the Borg Warner turbocharger, without doubt. By going to a turbocharged engine, we had the luxury of a non-charged engine running at low horsepower output, which is what you require in our car to go constant speed at high efficiency. It takes three and a half horsepower for our car to go 50 miles an hour. Uh, we never really, constant speed, we never go over seven or eight. Borg Warner is an industry leader in turbocharging, and just like the Edison 2 team, it sees forced induction as a key solution to meeting upcoming fuel economy and emissions regulations. The direction of the future is clearly towards boosting, because in order to downsize the engine, uh, you need to be able to produce the maximum amount of power that you need for road maneuvers such as passing, climbing hills, such as that, but also need to have greater efficiency because when you're rolling down the road at a steady speed and load, the power requirements are very low and you can satisfy those requirements with a very small displacement engine. Thanks for that report, Craig. Beyond turbochargers, Borg Warner Technology has also helped the ZAP and the Aptera teams take the checkered flag. Both groups use the company's e-gear drive transmission, a gearbox specifically designed for electric vehicles, to make them as efficient as possible. Look for this unit to hit the streets fairly soon in the Ford Transit Connect Electric and the Coda Electric Sedan. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you Monday.